And uh, here we are with another, 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 another new edition of the Goshen New Sports Podcast. Speaking to you, gracing your uh, airwaves wherever you listen to them is uh, grazing your airwaves. Grazing, 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 <laughs> just grazing like a cow. Um, grazing upon. Do your cows airways? graze? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Austin Huff, Evan Leapack with you. Hey, Evan, uh, happy uh, early Christmas. As we record this, it's uh, three days away. December 22nd, for those bad at math. Um, yeah, well, I'm pretty bad at math, but most people could probably figure out three. you can't count the three, three and you're listening <laughs> to this sports podcast, congratulations. You do not know how many days there are until Christmas from when we're taping. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, found yourself under any uh, mistletoes yet? No. This December? Not that lucky. This holiday season? No, no. <laughs> the only thing I've been under is, like, basketball hoops, and that's pretty much it, so. True. Yeah. Speaking been under of, the influence. Ha! 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 That's uh, off the record. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's quickly let's you know let's, let's try to uh, make this an efficient night. Like we're like Santa trying to hit every house on Christmas night. We'll try to go quickly here. I agree. Quick episode, and then we uh, yeah we'll have some fun with next week's episode too, which we are taping after this. A little, little inside note there. Um, okay, uh, I know we we have joked about this on the podcast for about a year now. But Evan, I think it's official. We cannot sleep on Goshen. Nope. We can't. We can't do it anymore. Better pop some melatonin. You have to sleep. You cannot sleep on Goshen. Don't pop the melatonin. That's what I'm saying. Throw your melatonin away. Throw it away. You don't Throw need it. Throw it in the trash. When Goshen basketball is playing, you do not need it because you cannot sleep on them anymore. They won last night 50-39 to over East Noble, coming off of a huge win Saturday over Northridge 57-55. to They've won six games in a row, seven and one overall. It is the best start of our lifetimes for Goshen basketball. Literally, they have been six and two on seven other seven under seven other different occasions. Words, and uh, this year they finally broke through. They were they've been six and one numerous times, and then lost that eighth game to be six and two. The best start in program history was ten and zero back in 1987-88, but. This is basically the best start for Goshen boys basketball in 33 years, 34 years. Um, you saw them last week against South Bend Clay. That doesn't necessarily count. Uh, no offense to Clay. I like the way they played. I like the way they played because, yeah. um, well, first of all, obviously they're missing Gage Worthman in the game, which is a big piece for them. But you don't necessarily miss need a player as much whenever you know one of your best three-point shooters is making eight just by himself yeah program record 14 in the game it was and uh but yeah the the first half they had to shoot threes and that was it but they were making all the threes and the second half they finally figured out i mean south bend clay tried to adjust to the three-point shooting and a lot more transition baskets and drives to the basket happened so, you know, two different styles of offense, you can win either way. I mean, that's that's nice when you can get that two different yep. halves. So, yep. yep, they have they they can Goshen is and I wrote down the, the notes like they're playing clean basketball, which helps. They only had eight turnovers against Northridge Saturday night, which is huge when Northridge plays full court press defense the whole game. You only have eight turnovers. That's pretty impressive. And then they only had about 10 or 11 last night against East Noble. It wasn't like they were throwing the ball all around the gym, which was, again, you you that comes back to, I think, the veterans on this team. You know, Drew Hogan is a four-year starter now, and Quinn Bechtel is a three-year starter. Deacon Hill is basically a three-year starter. Gage Worthman 
you know, he's only a sophomore, but he started half the games last year. Like, he's basically, you know, a, he's had a, almost a full season of var- – he was on varsity the whole year, and he started the second half of the year, you know. So, like, these are, these are guys who have played a lot of varsity minutes and, you know, know what they're doing. And, you know, I think two years ago they were – you know, they were 6-2 and two, two years ago, but they were very young, you know, and they got blown out by Northridge. And, you know, they end up losing, a ga- you know, games like maybe they shouldn't lose, you know. This year, they're in these close games. You know, South Bend St. Joseph comes down to the final moments. Northridge, the final moments. Last night's game against East Noble was 40, you know, it was 38 37 with five and a half minutes left. It could have gone either way. And their veteran guys are finding ways to make the plays, whether it be Hogan with the layup against St. Joe, breaking the press and then making a layup to win the game, or Bechtel hitting a huge three after Hogan. Gets the driving lane cut off. He finds Bechtel, hits a three to beat Northridge. Or last night, Bechtel again, back-to-back and ones. You know, within 30 seconds, boom, it went from a one-point game to a seven-point game, just like that. And Goshen's in control, and they can play their defense. And their offense is very time-consuming. They like to run time off the clock. And, you know, Wolf Michael Wolford, the coach, last night, he was like, we play, a, you know, a different style of basketball. And, you know, if by the by the time that we get to the fourth quarter, and if we've been playing our style of game, there's a good chance we're winning. You know, like there, not many teams are going to be able to beat them at like their pace. Basically, someone's gonna they're gonna have to get either sped up or super slowed down for them to be beaten. It feels like what that means in the grand scheme of like winning the NLC, winning a sectional to be determined. Obviously, there's the conference is good this year. Northwood looked the part. I mean, they beat Plymouth, which in some ways doesn't count necessarily. Plymouth's down this year bad. Only by 17, too. Plymouth's, Plymouth's you know, struggling, and Warsaw looks looks good. Jackson Gould had 31 points to beat uh, Wabasee by 20 over the uh, last week. So, you know, those conference games are going to be gigantic, obviously, uh, for Goshen's if they want to win an NLC championship. But, I mean, at this rate, there's no reason why they couldn't be a, you know, 15-8 and eight you know, 15 and 7, whatever that ends up being team going into the tournament. You their, know? Uh, their January schedule is a bit brutal. Yeah, That's... I think everyone's January schedule is brutal. Like, you look at every, Northwood's got a brutal stretch. You know, Goshen's got some tough ones in there. They 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 come back out of the break and play Marquette Catholic, and then I think they have Concord and uh, NLC. So they could, I mean, with the way Concord is, Concord lost to East Old by 28 over the weekend. They're scuffling and... I mean, that feels like a winnable game there for Goshen. And then, you know, obviously you, you play Northwood, you play Penn, you play... At Mishawaka. At Mishawaka would be tough. Like It's always tough to win the cave. It is hard to win. At Concord <laughs> found out you were there uh, yeah. firsthand on Friday night. Uh, but yeah, this is... I, I You know, I, I was a little hesitant to say it earlier in the year, but Goshen's good. Goshen is a good team right now. They're playing well. Like, they're getting votes in the Class 4A poll. Like, Knock on some wood. You know, there you go for, uh, for Michael Sheila Wolford. said, don't do it. I, I, I lightly <laughs> knocked on the wood. Uh, give credit to these guys, man. They've already matched last year's win total at seven. And obviously, like, it would take something pretty miraculous for them to not get more than that at this point. You know, they still have winnable games, easily, easily winnable games against Plymouth, Lakeland, Laporte, um, you know, they could probably win, you know, a couple more conference games in there and probably could be could, – I would say they'll be a favorite against Concord. You know, I would say, you know, they're going to have a good chance of beating Wawasee as well. Like, again, this is a team that's going to have, you know, 13, 14, 15 wins maybe come tournament time. 
Now, again, what that means in terms of like what you achieve in terms of success this year is going to be tough because the NLC has really good talent, and then your sectional has Penn. And that's Penn's playing, you know, they're a top 10 team in 4A right now. They're ranked six. So, like, you know, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see this Goshen team be in competitive games. I hope big crowds start turning out for their home games, like bigger crowds. The Northridge game had a good crowd, but, like, come out and support this team, man. Like, this is fun. They're playing good basketball, and they're a fun team, and it's a bunch of good kids, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. They're all a bunch of strapping young men. Yeah, that sounded good to say, right? Good for the Red Hawks. I'm happy for Michael because I like Wolford. He's a nice guy and good coach, and they're playing They're playing really well, and I could just sense it last night. He was really happy, you know what I mean? Like, just to get that one, that's a game maybe in the past they lose on the road Tuesday before Christmas, coming off a big win against Northridge, and he's like, this team is ready to go. They're always ready to go. They know what they're doing, and, like, every practice has been great, and we're they're playing well, so they get two weeks off here. They don't play any games over Christmas break. They host Marquette Catholic when we come back on Jan- January 4th. It'll be fun to see how they respond after a couple weeks off. So Christmas break is dangerous because some players, some kids, they lose their shot. They go, you know, the Christmas stuff, the New Year's, the holidays, they come back, aren't the same player. Hopefully that doesn't happen to any of uh, Goshen's players. I'm, not, I'm knocking on wood, but I'm just not doing it because I don't want Sheila to get mad. So I'm, like, doing it, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, any other basketball notes from the air? You, you know, we kind of hit on some of the NLC scores there through that rapid fire. but West Noble, bad loss. West Noble at a last? Wow. West, West. Noble. <laughs> they played Central Noble very well Friday night. I mean, they led they, – they've been battling sickness all week, non-COVID related, and – you know, they gave Central Noble all they could handle and then some and only lost by five to the number one team in 2A. And then they come out last night, Tuesday night, and they lose to Prairie Heights by two. And Prairie Heights, you know, isn't that good this year. They lost to Concord by like 20 in the opener. So, like, mm-hmm. man, I don't know. Maybe it's just one bad loss, one bad performance. You know, I don't want to look too much into it. But, like, you know, I for them, for me, like, they've been that team that's like, they could, I think they could challenge Northwood in that sectional just because Kripe's a really good player. If Macias is, like, getting going, you know, he has a, he's a nice low-post presence for them. Um, but, man, that's a, that's a tough one to lose last night. I agree. So. Yep, and then we also kind of mentioned Concord. They've been kind of disappointing as well, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They just can't put the ball in the basket the last three losses in a row. They have scored 40, 47, and 36. Usually doesn't get it done if you're not going to play, you know, stout, fantastic, crazy good defense. So mm-hmm. hopefully they find their shot after uh, Christmas break. They're going to have to do some soul searching or something. I don't know. Yeah, but. they just have too much experience too. Like Andres Dixon, senior. Jack DRC, senior. They- they have like nine seniors on yeah. the roster. Zavin right? Galdukian, yeah. senior. Miles Kai Emmons, senior. Yeah. I mean, so, they're literally all seniors. The RC, so the yeah. RC, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So they have all this experience. It's just a little head scratching as to why it hasn't really panned out yet. But mm-hmm. it's a long season. They did the same thing last year, kind of started slow, got yeah. going. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see them get going because of all the experience they have. But as of now, it hasn't worked out for them yet. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, the answer is there, other than just. Figuring it out, I guess. I don't get paid to figure out that answer. So they're off for a couple weeks, too. So. And they get a little 
buy a game against New Prairie. That's good. Yeah. New I Prairie's mean, not good. They lost a pen by like They're seven, one of the eight. worst teams like yeah. in the area by far. Not so. not not like unlike their football team, they're not good. Um, right. their basketball team's not good. Uh little girls basketball chatter. We'll talk about them. Fairfield girls, they finally lost their first game of the season. Fort Wayne Snyder is very good. Very good for a team. So I wasn't totally surprised that they lost that game. But they did beat Northridge, which we were at last week. Really good game. Uh, 45-41 Falcons over the Raiders. And uh, that third quarter defensive clinic that Fairfield put on, that 13-0. Goose egg. Yeah. You, you shut out someone in a quarter, there's a good chance they're going to win the game. So the uh, fourth um, quarter had some drama, huh? A little, mm, bit, little bit of couple drama. Couple foul calls, couple, uh, <laughs> you know, non-foul calls. Couple, uh, couple springing springers out, out Doug, on the court. Doug, Doug Springer is a he's a passionate coach, and he he got a tee, uh, which you know probably fair, you know, like he had a cause, I guess, you know, just so I, I you know, but he said bullcrap though, PG version. I think he, they should let him slide. Yeah, you he didn't. He didn't actually curse. I just said bullcrap. Oh, that doesn't... Come on, man. If you didn't say the word, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Heard a coach... In high school? high school coach. I mean, football I have. Yes. But not basketball. At least I don't think so. Not loudly. Maybe they, like, mumble it under their breath. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Ed Bentley? No. (laughs) Rob Rob Yoder has said a couple words. Probably probably. a few times. (laughs) Yeah. I love Rob Yoder, but he's probably said a couple words under his breath, so... Um. Yeah, but hey, good win for Fairfield. Like that to me. Like if if they gotten one of those two, them and Snyder, it was like okay. Like they're like they're not that they weren't formidable beforehand, but now you can have like a resume, you know, defining win. Right? You beat a four A school on the road. I know it's not a long road trip, but still, you beat them at their place, uh, and. You know, won it, won it kind of in a gritty defensive way, you know. Shut them down, and the offense picked up what it needed. Bailey Willard hit some shots. Brie Garber hit some shots. You know, they were just kind of gr- grinded it out. And um, that's a win that you can build off of, you know, when you're looking into the future for Fairfield. 13-1, uh, and one, I saw that they, are, they have the second most wins of any girls' basketball team right now in the state going into the break. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty decent, I would say. Pretty decent. Pretty good. And uh, they get a couple weeks off as well, and then they go to Garrett, which is basically for the NECC championship in girls basketball. Uh, Fairfield at Garrett, January fourth. So that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Uh, Northridge, for their to their credit, Northridge to their credit, girls basketball rebounded after losing to Fairfield and destroyed Goshen Friday night. One, they were up twenty-one to nothing at the end of the first, and won sixty-three to sixteen. And then they parlayed that into a gigantic win last night against Penn, who they have not beaten in 10 years. So, kudos to them. 40-36 to 36 on the road at Penn. That was, that's an, that's a, an impressive win. Penn's one of those teams that, you know, historically great program, and they've always kind of given Northridge fits, obviously, when Northridge has been trying to be, be that great program. And, uh, you know, they... Northridge went there and beat him. Eva Fisher, twenty points. She's she's kind of balling out right now. She's been their been their best player since coming back from that nose injury, and uh, yeah. Poor Goshen just ran right into a buzzsaw. But kudos to Goshen <laughs> too. They responded last night. They beat Elkhart in overtime. That's a game I don't think I don't know how many people thought they would come back and win. But the Goshen girls beat Elkhart last night. They're six and six. Um, you want to hear a fun fact? What's a fun fact? 
How fun is it from a scale of one to ten? I would say it's like a solid seven. It's pretty fun. Seven. Of the ten schools that we cover at the Gosha News, only one of them has every winter sports team at a 500 record or above right now, and that is the Goshen Redhawks. So, don't sleep go. on any of Goshen. Can't sleep on any of the Goshen teams. No. Bas- girls basketball is six and six. Boys are seven and one. Wrestling is ten and five. They're coming out of their COVID break tomorrow uh, over at Laporte or not Laporte, New Prairie, New Prairie Wrestling. Uh, and then both swim teams are like six and three, seven and three in that area. I forgot to write that down before I came in here. I apologize. But all five Goshen winter sports teams are rather 500 or above going into Christmas break. So there you go. Only school of the 10 that we cover that can claim that. Love to see it. So hopefully that means we're getting more readership, you know? Yeah. When Goshen does well, people read that stuff. So this is true. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Girls basketball world stand out to you from this past weekend? I didn't really uh, notice anything else that kind of caught my attention. So, me neither. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, while we checking on some wrestling. I was over at Wallace on Saturday for wrestling. First time we've been out to the Graps, the Grapplers this year. Uh, they're still looking good, fourteen and one. Wallace overall as a team, four and zero in the NLC. So they're pretty good. Their middleweights are pretty pretty good. You know, pretty much from one twenty to one. 82 on, like all those guys could easily contend for a semi-state or state appearances. So that's the that's the strength of the team. And yep, they got a big one against Mishawaka coming up uh, in a couple weeks, January 13th. They're always good. Mishawaka's always, always good. The prime wrestling uh, program mm-hmm. in the area. Yep, they've always been good. Uh, Mishawaka will host the Al Smith Wrestling Invite over Christmas break. So we have uh, Concord, Northridge, Northwood, while we see at that. So uh, be on the lookout for some story, a story from that uh, next week. Yes. There you go. Definitely. Uh, everyone else in wrestling, you know, is kind of struggling. Jasper Graber for Northridge is doing well individually. Uh, he's 12-0 and 0 individually, but Northridge as a team is struggling right now. They're young. He's the only senior on the team is Jasper. So, you know, young guy, young coach, young team, and – like I said, Goshen's coming out of their COVID break. You know, Northwood is kind of scuffling a little bit um, after a strong start. So, and the NECC schools aren't really doing much either. So, and Bethany doesn't wrestle. So, there you go. It's too violent of a sport for the uh, Mennonites. Is that why they don't have football either? Yes. Or is it just too small? It's, it's a combination small. of being pretty small, small school. being small and against religion, the religion, I think. Gotcha. I'm pretty Good. confident in that. She thinks it's fine. Uh, and then swimming. You know, really wasn't a lot of swimming this past week either, uh, except for the Athletes of the Week. Ha, ha, ha. You had an S. S in... Uh, athletes of the Week. You know, what's, what's the thing? The title? Parentheses. Athletes... Yeah, parenthesis, parenthesis S. Yes. We didn't have a lot of swimming last week, but the swimming we did have produced uh, another school record for Concord. Uh, the 200-yard medley relay team of Grace Brenneman, Tori Posthauer. I hope I said that right. I'm sorry if I said it wrong, Tori. Ella Lance and Audrey Lance. They won uh, the Goshen News Athlete of the Week Award, which is very exciting. Close vote once again. 
Uh, it's been close every week, man. It's been very exciting. It's less than 10 votes this time as well. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, set a record in the 200-yard the medley relay for the school, 146.20. So congratulations to them. Uh, there is not much swimming over the break. There is like a four-team little invite thing over at Homestead that Concord is in. And then on Monday, the 27th, and other than that, there is nothing um, going on swim-wise. So everyone comes back after the new year, and then Concord goes to Northridge on January 6th. And that, just like every year, will basically determine who wins the NLC in the regular season. So, Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's I really isn't much analysis for swim swimming or wrestling right now. I'm not gonna lie; it's it's kind of in the lulls. But they're gonna come out of it here, and the first couple weeks of January are very, you know, high intensity for swimming and wrestling, and and then we get into the tournaments, and it's great. So, do you think Ellen and Audrey are related? Couldn't tell. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Other than the fact they look exactly the same, um, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I didn't know they were twins. I think they're twins. They have they, to be. They, they look like literally twins. look exactly the same. I mean, they could be younger, older sister. I, I haven't no. checked their... They're probably twins. Okay. We're going to end this week's episode with uh, an open-ended question that I posed to you. Um, I actually wrote down a couple answers for this because I just couldn't think of one. So, Evan Leepak. Mr. Leepak. That's your name, right? What's up? For your, for your money, what has been the biggest surprise of this winter sports season so far? It can be a team, coach, good or bad, individuals. What's been, uh, been the biggest surprise for you? We've already discussed it. You know, I could go, I could say Goshen maybe is a bit of a surprise because of the question marks down low. Obviously, we felt good about their guard play, but we weren't sure what was going to happen. You know, after they lost their main guy from last season, obviously. But uh, they've kind of figured it out. And Eldridge had a nice game. He's mm-hmm. continuing to grow. Leighton Weddle and Ryan Eldridge have done a nice job kind of filling yeah. that void down down low. Weddle's very, uh, it's a very impressive specimen to look at. It's very, <laughs> very athletic. No, he really is. He's, he's a very like, athletic player. He's like 6'7 and like 180 pounds, but he's athletic. And he's like, he moves around relatively well, you know, so... He's like, but it, it, last night when they were playing East Oval, they definitely needed Eldridge, who is like bigger guy, like 240. You're going against East Oval, who has the guy Chris Hood, who's a 6'9 offensive lineman commit to Ball State, who's also like, you know, 300 pounds. So you needed Eldridge's like just size. Like Weddle was, you know, he's, he's too thin to guard a guy like that. And that's no offense to Leighton. He's just, yeah. he is what he is. Like, so. Eldridge. He's, you know, you know, it's good. That's a good position for him, just because he's a bigger dude, and the East Noble guy isn't gonna like move around on him very quickly and juke him mm-hmm. out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you have, when you're facing more athletic centers and forwards, that's where Weddle comes in. Yeah. So, so it's so, a good, it's a good one-two so, punch. So is Goshen boys alternate. Bas- is Goshen boys basketball your pick then for the most part? No, nah, that was like an honorable mention. I'm gonna they're, go, they're one of my honorable mentions as well. I'm gonna so. go with Concord for sure. Concord three and five. All this. Experience, good players, and you know they started out two and zero. Obviously, Zavin not playing a couple games hurt, maybe hurt their team chemistry or something. I don't know the momentum. I mean, you can't fault him for it. You know, he's thinking about right. his future, obviously. Yeah. And he committed to that college he visited, so you yeah, know, good reason to, yeah. So as of now, it's a surprise. Uh, I'm not going to sleep on them. I think they could, uh, you know, taking a nap, figure figure some figure some a... things out after the Christmas break. 
But uh, so far, yeah, that's that's the biggest surprise for me. A power nap. Or maybe take a power nap on Concord. Not like a full sleep, but like a power nap. Come back to me in a couple weeks. What about like a two-hour nap? A two-hour nap, maybe? Two-hour nap? Yeah. Two-week nap. So a two-week a two week nap. Come back to me after Christmas. Uh, my biggest surprise, I wrote down a couple people. Goshen Basketball was one of them as an honorable mention. I'm going to give my other honorable mention to uh, Rob Yoder, Westview Boys Basketball. Now, they haven't beat... Their four wins aren't maybe against the best teams in the world, Bethany Christian, Churubusco, Hamilton, and Lakeland. But they're 4-1. and one. They're playing well. They gave Northwood a decent game when they played them. And, uh, yeah, he's back and coaching and, like, kind of surprised. You know, like, I'm not saying they're going to make some noise in the NECC here. They've still got some all their tough games ahead of them. But I think they're playing a little better than I thought they would be this, at this point. You know? So, kudos to him for getting that young roster ready to go for varsity basketball, and they are in position to, you know, they're 3-0 in the conference. They can still, you know, achieve all their goals, basically. So hope so. It's early in the season. But I'm going um, – my favorite, uh, my, my most surprising story to an extent, but I would still say it's a surprise, is uh, Northridge girls basketball, actually. I thought they'd be good this year, but I don't think I thought they were going to be 10-3 and as of this point. Their only losses are to Crown Point, who's number one in the state, Homestead, who's number three in the state, and Fairfield, who is the number two team in 2A, who's very, very good. Uh, they beat Penn, which plays into my decision. Like, this was definitely made last night of, like, who's the biggest surprise? Well, Northridge just beat Penn, and Northridge never beats Penn in girls basketball. So, I think uh, I think I knew they'd be good, but I, I don't know if I would have put them as the NLC favorite at the beginning of the year. I would have still picked Warsaw. And now I think they are – I think they have personally moved ahead of Warsaw as the NLC favorite. When those two teams play in a couple – well, in late January, like I think Northridge should win that game. Like Northridge could win the NLC outright for sure. Um, there's no one else in their way really that's going to give them a game other than Warsaw. So um, I would say to an extent. Like it's not like a shock that they're playing this well because they are a good team and they have good players. But I think that they're playing at this high of a level – and now, like, because that sectional last year, it felt like it was, even though it was really good on paper, like, Penn was just so far ahead of everybody, you know, and then Warsaw was good, too, and beat Northridge, or it's like, there's, like, that mental thing there of, like, well, Northridge will inevitably lose to Warsaw or Penn, but now they beat Penn, so maybe that opens up the floodgates for them, and they could win a sectional championship this year, so it all of a sudden doesn't look as improbable, maybe, so in that sense, they're, they are playing better than I thought they would be so far. So I'm going to say Northridge is my biggest surprise, I guess. Everything else has kind of played out the way I thought it would. Wallace Wrestling is doing well. You know, Northwood Boys Basketball is playing well. Um, I think we all thought Fairfield girls were going to be good. Maybe not this good. Maybe not 13-1. and one. So that's a little bit of a surprise, too. But I think we all figured after their sectional run last year and having everyone back that they would still be pretty good. Uh, so Northridge, Northridge Girls Basketball, that's my pick. Good pick. Biggest surprise. So, uh, and with that, that will uh, wrap up this edition of the uh, Ghost New Sports podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. We hope you all have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday season. Uh, will not be a white Christmas, it looks like, so that's very sad. Um, Might I, be a wet Christmas, though. Mm, yeah, but Might it's going to be, be like 55 degrees on Christmas Eve, which is insane. I don't, I don't know if I like that. I like it when it's kind of colder on Christmas, like. You know, you've only had Florida Christmases, so you don't understand what it means. And you're getting another Florida Christmas this year. It's rude. 
you should have to suffer like us in the cold. No. no? Yeah. Big no on that front. But Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll be back next week with another special edition of the uh, Goshen News Sports Podcast. <laughs>